This is episode 169. They should have called it the Vint-ish line. I don't know what Jerry Seinfeld sounds like. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't know how to do that with my own face. With your face? Yeah. yeah. I think you got it. I think you, you're okay. feeling good. Yeah. All right. Well, good enough. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll oh, I was just going to like, I was going to stop my tape. It's the tone control. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the tone control. All right. Justin has the bell now. Ah. My cursor, my cursor was at like 15 seconds and I hit record and it just started there. I was like, no, 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 no. We can't be having that. <laughs> That's bad luck. Yeah. Everyone knows it's or bad luck it to start luck? at 15 I seconds. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm just oh, grabbing a man. price on my pedal genie pedal and then we can get this show on the road. We, we can. So, all right. So the question of the day. Um, and by on the uh, road, I mean back home where we're supposed to be. <laughs> back home. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where I was going with it when I started this question of the day sentence. And, oh, all right. Uh, I don't have an ending. So I'm going to make one up. So the we're back. We're back in our, in our rightful place, except Derek went and turned his office literally backwards. Yeah. Um, but we're back. So the question of the day is... Um, I have nowhere to go with this. Trying to think of a good question. I got nothing. No, I, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this is fine. This is fine. It's the tone control. It's back. It's it's real and it's remote. It's this is this is the COVID version of the tone control. Unlike last time where we were in person, <laughs> where we were really breaking the rules big time. <laughs> we were doing it so bad. Uh, so okay. Um. Anyway, th- this is this is all back. I I have been just kind of keeping my nose above the water oh, dude, for a while same. like since since return like I did not manage my schedule very well and I think a, a couple of my clients took a little bit of advantage of that but like mm. uh I have been just kind of struggling to to keep up since with with sort of how behind I got on vacation and I shouldn't have gotten behind on vacation cuz I should have just you know, not scheduled things, but you know, crap came up, and I, I have, I, I still have trouble saying no to people, even if it's definitely their fault that mm. it's a scheduling problem. So, anyway, whatever, I'm taking care of it. This week was back to school for my uh, girls. Right, right. So I have actually had two days where they go in the morning and I take the dogs for a walk and then I go to work mm-hmm. um, and I'm uninterrupted. Um, and it's in that sense, it's nice. Um, like the, the seven quiet Hills, and like the space. The, yeah. Like just, just kind of being able to like have a work day, you know what I mean? And not have mm-hmm. to like go, Oh, what am I going to like, what activity can I give Aria so that I'm not just letting her use the iPad for like four straight hours. Right. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
it's uh, it's good. My my folks helped. They they had her and and came over to play with her a couple okay. of days. And but anyway, they're so they're going back to school. The we were pretty freaked out. Um, but the Seven Hill School, like, kind of at the last possible instant, has sort of like pulled out all the stops on actually like creating a plan to kind of protect everybody as much as they can be. Oh, good. And like a bunch of things kind of improved right at the last minute, and actually got us feeling kind of okay. Um, and then apparently there's talk among the students of some some students attending parties that are like oh, have like forty people and involve people from different schools and stuff like that. So, okay. yeah, ups and downs, ups and downs. Don't know, don't know what what's gonna happen. So whatever, we're we're rolling. But hey, we're we're back, we're back in it. I'm we're we're all still kicking. Yeah. So, how's how's yeah. it been for you? Uh, it's been good. So coming back from a week off is like, like I have an out of office reply, and I'm genuinely not responsible for anything at work while I'm away. Yeah. So like, I don't have that problem that you have, but I have the other problem where you get back to work and then you have two weeks worth of work to do because you have the week you were gone and the week you're currently in. So yeah. <laughs> I, have, I had a lot of like catching up to do and I still like tomorrow's Friday already of, of the second week we've been back and yeah. I still feel like I'm kind of treading water and mm-hmm. uh, just today was particularly hectic. Um, just just the general crazy. You ever have a day where like one person texts you, right? And then, oh, maybe a second person texts you shortly after that. And then it's kind of like everyone got the memo that it's time to text you. (laughs) Guys, he's available. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it feels like. And um, that happens in my personal life when my phone starts going off like crazy, as well as other message channels and work. So uh, it's just Mm -hmm. been a a flood of like notifications and what do I pay attention to? And now that I'm on kind of a different team at work, I have this wonderful scenario that happens where everybody, every project I'm on thinks that I am 100% dedicated and prioritizing that project. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm on like a a handful of projects at once, which like obviously, you know, the, the great saying by the wonderful Merlin Mann, Priorities are like arms. If you think you have more than two, you're either lying or crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And I I really live by that, especially with work. And I I really, I I have like, what is my, what are my two priorities for the day? My before lunch work, my after lunch work. It really helps me figure things out. So you you, got to. Now it's just like, well, I mean, you can have a couple extra arms, right? No. (laughs) Lying or crazy. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I, you know, they always ask me I, because we're remote and stuff. My manager is is always like, "Is your workload manageable?" They're very transparent about all of this, which is great. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, you know, just lying or crazy, <laughs> which is it today? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> arms or yeah, what was it going to be?" So yeah, I think tomorrow should be quieter. But it's also like, I don't know. You can feel it in the air. Like summer's ending, and right. the back. Like I'm not in. Uh, school system school so like I don't feel that back to school but like it's back to school season and you kind of just feel that in the air from being conditioned about the fall so now like we're at this time in New England when the humidity has finally gone away it's been in the 50s at night and really not that offensive during the day either it's been wonderful Mm -hmm. here this week so it's like ah 
this is what it's going to be like. And it's only going to get worse in a different way for, for the rest of the year. And it, I don't know. It's kind of a weird, <laughs> like, instead of being flip. oppressively hot, it's going to be oppressively cold. And so, but we're enjoying yeah. the, the the one week of in-between that we get. So, <laughs> so. yeah, I, I, that, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, I actually am, I'm like onboarding two new clients, which is probably why this has been quite as nuts as it has been. But one of them definitely kind of started right in with the not really telling me when files were arriving and then dropping them to me on a Saturday. And then on Monday it was like, Got so those files? Wh- yeah. where's that, where's that stuff? And I, and I was like, uh, I'm still on, I've got stuff on my calendar that yeah. was there before we spoke, before we ever met, you know, mm. like, and, and I, I rant about it, right? I'm like, what, what do you think is going on here? You, you wanted me because you thought I was really good at this job. Did you think the guy who is really good at this job mm. is sitting around with nothing to do, drumming my right. fingers on the computer, waiting for your email waiting to come in? Waiting for a job to come in? Yeah. It's the same, like I get phone calls from people and I answer and it's like, are you open? What? Oh, they think you're a, a brick and mortar. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. Well, but, well. I mean, I, I have a physical location, but like, uh, I don't know. Is there a studio well, also, in the world where you right. can just knock on the door and be like, "I want to record something"? Like, are you serious? Like, do you think that we're sitting around like with nothing to do yet? We're yeah, in like, business, right? Ring the bell. There's a customer. Like, yeah. <laughs> fire up the old so, the old system there, and <laughs> yeah. So I rant like that, and then and then I turn around and say to the client, like, you know, the 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 super polite saving face version. Like, I, I, I don't think, um, I, I can't remember if we discussed your needs as far as turnaround times are concerned. <laughs> Let's make sure yeah. to do that the next time we talk. Yeah. And that's like, it feeds it to them. And then they, I get back exactly what I'm expecting. Oh yeah, totally. Like we're going to do that. And I'm, I totally understand that. I know you must have other, you know, he says all this stuff that I just let him infer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. it seems like it's his idea and he gets to, he gets to behave like he wasn't a jerk in the first place and everybody's happy. So God, that's funny. That's how we do it. <laughs> so, uh, Hey, let's make this episode, not the one where we don't talk about any guitar stuff. Sure. All right. <laughs> so, um, and, and should I, uh, I, I can't decide if I'm done with the robot. Are we done with the robot? Oh, like overall, because we we kept the robot because we got tired of reading that thing. Yeah. (laughs) So, so I could bring back the robot. Okay. Maybe I'll bring back. Let's bring it back until we come up with a new system. How about oh, that? Oh, yeah. See, the, the, the chat's going to rage in a second. Okay. <laughs> you can't gonna, just the spring robot's that on safe. Me. The robot's safe. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the tone control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. <laughs> is it because is the robot like a pain to do? Is that, is that or are you just tired of the thing? No, uh, it's not really. Um, it's just you know, you don't do it one time, you break the pattern, and then it's oh, like, right. Do I, am it's I like, doing well, maybe this, this is, <laughs> right, is the pattern now. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Brian yeah. says it's part of the show. Like, I have to agree, yep. but it's also uh-huh. like, fear <laughs> <laughs> <your> change. <laughs> it's been. Um, we we've dropped a lot of stuff about this show over the years that people oh, seem yeah. to just be fine with. Third so. <laughs> <laughs> host, yeah, yeah. All right, well, all right. I've got the robot. She's hooked up. Everything's going to be fine. Maybe I'll change the accent. Oh time. man! So know. speaking of the robot, so I was listening to my AirPods. <laughs> Still not today. guitar stuff, <laughs> right? I was listening to my my AirPods today, and when you get a text, I've said this before. When you get a text, Siri yep. just reads it to you without asking. 
Um, so it gives you a little, it gives you a little <laughs> like bit of Siri, a ask permission first. Well, it gives you a chime and it fades the music down and then it says, you know, from Justin Newton, blah, 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 blah. Because um, <laughs> so I, I text to, you all the time. Yeah, I said to Beth today something that I was like, oh, you know, bad news. Like we got a, we're ordering roof racks for the car. Uh, I was like, where they're out of stock. I was like, oh, bad news, they're out of stock. And she writes back, boo. Like, you know, yeah. man, that, that sucks. And Siri just goes, boo. <laughs> 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 like she tried to scare me. <laughs> and, and the trouble is, so good. she was preempted by the chime and the fading down of the music. Yeah. Kind of gave her away. <laughs> New message from Bethany. Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> It was, so, it was so great. No, I didn't jump, but I, I stopped what I was doing and texted Beth back immediately. He's like, Siri just tried to pull a fast one on me. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. So, anyway, yeah, let's talk about guitars and things, huh? Let's do so. Uh, my understanding is that there is some new stuff from Fender. Yeah, kind of new. Um, the, you know, remember remember we talked about the Vintero series a little while ago, which is like their yeah. affordable vintage line that's like yeah, grouped yeah. into like fifties telly, sixties telly, and so on. Instead of the um, vintage line, they should call it the vintish line. Missed opportunity. You know, I'm gonna write that down. Vintish. Yeah. Vintish yeah. line. That's mm-hmm. that's a good one, Justin. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Um, so now they're doing a road worn series of that, which is Fender's factory version of relicking. Factory relicking. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so I mean, the, is it done the same way? Is there something different about factory relicking? No, I mean it's it's just like they're they're all kind of the same. Like the the wear patterns are the same across all of these. Oh, they're identical. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm mean, sure. All relicking is done at the guitar factory, I guess. But yeah. Right. They got a machine. Um, Yeah. So I think the Roadworn series is pretty cool. It's been around for a long time. They've done a Roadworn version of a few guitars over the years. And they're just just slightly beat up. They're not crazy. I would consider it a light relic. They've got the the right arm wear uh, on the upper bout. Yeah, a little um, bit fr- of uh, strap strap rash looks like. Yep, and then like where the jack plugs in and the strat is kind of dinged up. The fretboards are a little grubby. Uh, aged parts. I think there's like the finish is kind of like has that like dusty kind of look, and it's a little okay faded in a few spots. It's it's not faded evenly. I think it looks right. really good. The uh, relicking has gotten so much better over the last few years. Um, I, I'm into it. I know people are like, oh, it's like buying jeans with holes in them already. Oh, great. Never heard that one. But it's, I think they just look rad and who cares, right? <laughs> yeah, I I do like, I get the argument that like it, it's, it's off, it's awfully pretendy. Um, A little bit. But at the same time, like it's, it looks cool. So is it that much more pretendy than like? A color than buying a sixty cool? a sixty two reissue whatever is it any more pretendy than that? No. That's true. I mean, at the at the point where they're they're copies of old copies uh, of old models. molecular structures of plastics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, all right. So whole whole line of uh, p- p- well, parastrats. So the other thing is strats. like. With with the finishes and stuff. Now with polyurethane finishes, guitars just don't age like this anymore. Oh, yeah. That, that, so, right, right. 
That's that's the thing is people are like, oh, you should buy a guitar point, and do it yourself. Like, you literally can't. Right. At some point, they started trying to use more modern finishing materials that would hold up better. Right, know, because if better you look living at, through chemistry, and yeah. and then you know what what do we lose? We lose the this, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if, if from a product development standpoint, mm-hmm. after like I have a, a few guitars that yes, I bought them aged, but they do have this other type of finish that ages much more quickly than others, and yeah. within a year they show it, man. It's it's really not that long before nitrocellulose finished guitars show their age. And it doesn't. Well, okay. So, in, in, so then, how so like come we from, don't see that? How come we don't see NS guitars that aren't relict? And they just like this is an NS guitar, so it'll oh, sell the relic. <laughs> Fender does them under what do they call them? Journeyman relic or like closet classic or something like that. It's like the it's as though it's set in the closet for fifty years and was never played. So they check on their own. And my blue guitar that's all beat up is way more ridiculous looking now than yeah. it was when I got it. Not ridiculous, but it's it's got more wear lines and stuff. And I think if you're a company that's building a product and people are like, I play this guitar a lot and it wore out after a year, that, that's a complaint. Like, that's a problem, you know? So they move to a different type of finish to prevent it from right. wearing out. It's just like you would do with any other thing. It's just that guitars have, like, a, yeah. a vibe attached to them with aging. Well, do you think, though, that moving to these finishes that specifically didn't age caused the distinction between old guitars and new guitars that made the old guitar look, the beat-up look, valuable. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Because it was clearly, it was something somebody didn't want, right? And this product change happened so that they wouldn't age so much and make a better surface material, a longer-lasting one. And then somebody goes, oh, shoot. You know that that old thing looked so. I think it's a, a few factors. It's not just how it looks, though, because like the poly finishes feel a lot different. Um, they kind of they mm-hmm. they're not as resonant. I think everybody agrees on that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I'm, that's my new argument for this: is is it any less pretendy than buying a '59 reissue Les Paul? No. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about the guitars. Um, yeah. We talked about the Vintera in episode 139. Uh, they have some light factory aging. There's limited edition 50s and 60s Strats and Tellies and a 70s Telly Deluxe, which is the double humbucker version with the big pick card. The yep. 50s Strat comes in Surf Green or Fiesta Red, and the 60s Strat comes in Fire Mist Gold or Lake Placid Blue. The 50s I Telly... I don't like that gold. What is it? Oh, the fire mist gold. Uh, yeah, like. it's a little too, it's a little too brown. Yeah, a little too cardboard box. I think it's slightly it's, it metallic. It looks bronze, if you ask me. Right. Yeah, it's a little. I think it's slightly anyway. metallic, though. I do like Fiesta Red a lot. I kind of want a Fiesta Red guitar. It's kind of a pastelly red. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Um, yeah. but it's a flat color. It's not shiny. Oh, okay. Um, uh, 50s Telly in Vintage Blonde, of course, obviously. Uh, yeah. the Or Lake Placid Blue, both with black pickguards. I think the blue with the black pickguard, like that looks like my guitar. It looks friggin' great. I love mm-hmm. that combo. Uh, yeah, and the 70s Telly is available in Daphne Blue or Olympic White, also both with black pickguards. I like the blue. The blue with the black pickguard, it looks so good. It's like a greenish blue. Yeah, it's like a sea, sea foamy kind of uh, deal. Yeah, it's Daphne blue, but it's aged, so it looks a little greenish. Um, it's got those 
the the uh, Hardtail Strat Bridge into it, man. Yeah, into sorry, it. I wasn't laughing at you. Oh, Crayola needs to come up with Fen- uh, team up with Fender to release a box of crayons. <laughs> Not a bad idea. It's called the That's Dupont right. Color Catalog from 1960. Yeah. <laughs> so I think spec-wise, these are exactly the same as the other Ventera guitars. So I'm not going to go over that again. Go listen to episode 139. Okay. <laughs> Unless on those that. other ones didn't have NS finishes on them. Right. That, that would be a difference is the finish type. Yeah. But otherwise, like neck radius, fret material, pickups, all that right. is the same. Uh, secondly, from Fender. Is it a bass? Yeah. Okay. It is. All right, good. Fender celebrates 60 years of the legendary jazz bass with a special edition. And... Yippee. I just threw it on here because, like, whoa, 60 years. And then I, I realized that, like, guitars are super old now. And if I, you know, keep in touch with the guitar world as I plan to as I get older, it's just going to be real old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very, very old. Um, that's a beautiful bass. It really, really is. I'm going to post a link for folks in the chat. It's all the chrome. All the vibe. Yeah. So the, the bridge cover and the pickup cover and the and the and the chromes and the whites. It's okay, neck. so it's alder body, a U-shaped maple neck with 20 frets on a rosewood fingerboard. So mega vintage vibe. Yeah. Uh let's see. Fretboard binding, like you said. I think it looks great. I love fretboard binding on fender stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got a matching headstock. Like, come on, man. Painted headstock, yeah, yeah. A painted, a painted matching headstock in Arctic Pearl is the color. It's got a tortoiseshell pickguard. Basically Whew. flawless. Basically flawless. Yep. Get it? Uh, chrome for days. Concentric stacked pots, just like the jazz bases of yesterday. <laughs> you want to know something funny? Sure. I kind of didn't get it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> You just like replay that one in your head 400 times in like well, a I second. Was like, <laughs> I, I was like, basically, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I got, I mean, yeah, I got there. Yeah, okay, I got great. There. It's been a long day. Yes, that's yeah. outstanding. Um, so just lots of places to put your fingers on this base. Yep, yeah. I like the big Fender F on the tailpiece chrome. It's so good, man. And the concentric pots, it's such a little touch, but I think it really lends, like, I don't know. It's just big jazz bass energy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do the other ones have? What does yours have? Is it volume, volume, tone? Yep, three knobs. Okay. See, these each get, this is volume, tone, volume, tone. So but you have this an extra isn't, control. This isn't, um, I mean, it's not, it's not a tr- it's a single J bass pickup. Which one? Yours? No, that I mean, isn't no, it? No, 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 this has two pickups. Oh, one of them is way back there under the under the bridge cover. That's where they always Ew. are, yeah. Yeah. So the that bridge bridge cover is fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get you. Okay, so there's yeah. there's individual tone pots. That's pretty cool. Right, right. C- yeah, because actually that's one of the things about the way the J bass works is that the pickups are always in and you you mix them right, with the volume no, knob right, instead like of bases, pickup switch. Bases don't really have pickup selectors, switches. So I mean they could, but they so they don't for they some don't. reason. 
They don't. It's like not a thing. So, so yeah. So that's. I mean, that you know, you 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 blend them for the the weird J bass tone, right? The both on and then the yep. either one, and it's it's um it's its own thing. It's, it's I'm just it's like I'm all about this Arctic Pearl with the tortoiseshell pickguard too. The aesthetic is amazing. Yeah. It's a good good one. Good one, Fender. Way to go, guys. Um, so. Uh, that would that would bring us to uh, the genie. I think we're actually going to have some pedal stuff. Yeah, true? man. Yeah, is that true? Little, I actually have a lot of pedal stuff to talk about in regards right. to pedal genie. So, well, let's get it started. Here we. Are you guys ready in the chat? <laughs> All right, here we go. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to PedalGenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and I'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. Sorry, I'm talking over the ad. If, uh, it looks like, um, if- It looks like a Renaissance painting. It looks like if if Rembrandt was doing art for a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah, and, and it's just what's it's this, like this the is line? this is the monster in the movie, and Rembrandt painted it. Yeah, um, did you listen to Adventure Zone when that first started? Yeah, uh, there's some. I, <laughs> there's the very first episode. I think they encounter. A dog, and they take it, or something Gerlins? like this. No, they 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 take a, a companion with them, like a pet or something like that. But they describe it as like it's all legs and butts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, been, like it's, it's been years. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I just heard it. I started listening to it. Uh, a friend of mine was going to try and get us a D and D campaign going because I've never played, mm-hmm. and. I was like, I'm going to listen to Adventure Zone. Like, I know you don't need to know much about D&D to listen to it. So I yeah. put it on, and that was in the very first, like, within 10 minutes of it starting. They're just like, there's this <laughs> hideous monster. It's just like, it's a calamity. It's just butts <laughs> all over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Hey, talk to me about this Supro delay. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. Uh, I'm going to, I'm gonna while I talk, I'm going to go ahead and... Um, flip around some business here so that I can plug a guitar in. So, um, this Supro, I'm going to, I'm going to be I like the five Supro has. Yeah. Uh, so I have a pedal from Supro. It is the Supro Delay. And as I plug in a guitar, um, I imagine this is going to be pretty short and sweet. So what we're looking at here is a, um, it's, it's, uh, in a metal case, like like the way um, Wayhuge does, mm. like that that thin bent aluminum. It's very light nice. feeling. It's sort of um, a little 
it's like taller, but almost the same size as sort of a, the, your standard uh, pedal size, you know? It does look like it's an interesting shape and size. Yeah, it's like... Is that a battery like, door on the side? Yep. There's a little... Hmm. Um, well, I don't know. It's screwed on. It's like a nameplate. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is... A, this is like a serial number. It's like a plaque. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so this is this is a, a basic uh, like analog delay thing. It has an expression input on it, and then in the center there's a little switch. So the expression can control, if I can bring it over closer to me, uh, level, time, or repeats. Just Great. a little three-way switch. And then everything else is just what you're thinking, right? Level, time, repeats, and then there's a filter. So we're gonna we're gonna just um All right, let's turn the repeats up and see what we get. Max the filter. Oh, did you change your Discord settings? Oh, is it cutting me off? Yeah. It's kind of choking, yeah. It's choking me. Uh, turn off detect input. Okay, now my mic is always open. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you can't hear reverb tails if Discord says no. Yeah. So I've oh, cool. got... Um, at about three o'clock, like almost all the way up, it's like almost. So it we do have room here to self oscillate. Okay, cool, um, cool. So we'll go, it, but it's not like at noon. You know, there's actually a lot of room in there. there it, it gets grungy. It does. Because this is clean tone I'm playing. But listen to that sucker. It's still going. <laughs> Holy crap, I gotta turn this down yeah. and turn the pedal back on. So that's interesting. It, it was still holding even yeah. when I had the pedal in bypass. <laughs> wow. So I've got the, the manual here. This thing is wild. Okay. Uh, let's see. All analog pedal. Okay. Uh, time control can go between 20 milliseconds and 600 milliseconds. Okay, okay. so you're in the slapback kind of territory right up through. So if I turn the time down. Yeah, very. Yeah, it's almost like a spring tank slapping back. You know, every guitarist has done that with every delay pedal they've ever owned, and it's never <laughs> boring. Everyone it loves doing cool. that. Yeah. Uh, level control is... sets the volume of the echo. Um, echo can be louder than the original signal at maximum. Oh, let's try it. Oh, look at that fade off. Tell me about the filter. Filter control sets the frequency response of the echo. At minimum, the filter control pro provides an overall low-pass filter effect. Um, at maximum, the, okay. the filter control provides an overall bandpass filter effect, rolling off both lows and highs to create a oh. tape echo effect. Interesting. So yeah, it's a, I it's dimed a it thinking brigade. it was going to be wide open. Yeah. So that's all the way up. Yeah. Okay. If I put it like more like noon. Ooh. Oh, it's much darker. Yeah. Let's so this is a, a bucket brigade pedal. feedback a little bit here well so that's not just a typical filter right it is kind of switching into the bandpass as it goes up yeah you know i really did pick this up thinking i mean supra is cool right i know this is not going to be like junk but yeah. it looked like your typical delay 
But the way, like the the couple of like key things that make it like this true analog niceness is that like saving those repeats, I mean, bypass it. Let's just talk for a minute and come back and turn that sucker on. Oh, she's still going. Oh, let's turn it off again. Let's turn it back on. Oh, still there. That's so interesting to me. And then this filter, like the fact that it's not just like a, a tone control. You know what I mean? Like it, oh, it you switches into a band. Oh my pass. god, Justin! Oh, I yes. forgot that we we totally buried the lead. <laughs> Bell's over on my team now because guess who stowed away and didn't make it back into Derek's yeah. car? <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, so oh, she's still going over there. <laughs> you said tone control and I was like, oh my god, the bell, where is it? I rearranged my office. It must have been this place. <laughs> nope. It's Can you guys hear that Ohio. okay? Because my Yes. My microphone's a lot more directional than yours. I can I can hear it very well. All right. All right. Excellent. Oh wait, 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 stop, stop. Can you hear it? I can wait. hear something through my headphones. Yeah, the pedal is making just a little noise. Do you hear it bleeding? Us. Oh my god. So that's interesting. So this switch is definitely like a relay type switch. Yeah. Um, you can tell by the feel of it. So it's it just is definitely oscillating. still playing. It's going to oscillate yeah. because every oscillation, it gets a little bit louder. So it's just going to go on and forever. Distorted. It's a total square wave. But the, I'm so interested in the fact that it's bleeding a little bit into yeah. the signal, even though it's in bypass. Very interesting. I mean, this is the opposite of a true bypass pedal, right? <laughs> this is a never totally bypassed pedal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, let's see, uh, soft touch, click free, true bypass switching. But. Well, I'm sorry. Like, we're listening to it oscillate. It's awful. Oh, wait right a minute. Now. Wait a minute. There's an internally switchable kill dry uh, or trails okay. function. So I wonder if. Oh, here's the thing. Okay, that, that must be enabled. Oh, no, though, because if you had it off, we would still. So turn that back to normal for a second. But set it for like a long repeat. Back to normal? Yeah, so it's not self oscillating. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll max out the time. Okay. Okay. It repeats up a little bit. So we'll go. This Give is me a long, new. a long repeat. So now right, what I'm interested switch. in is if it repeats after you click the switch off. Oh, I get it. Okay. So let's. We're bypassed and uh. back on. But so with but trails though would imply that when you turn it off, it would still repeat uh, and just not grab yeah. new notes. So right, huh, okay. So it must not be in trails mode. But so it's just but it leaking was definitely a little bit. Still, it was definitely still leaking into the dry signal. So those like those wires. But that's the thing. Like it was, it must be like maximum voltage in there, right? Because it was just building forever. Yeah, I wonder how long it's time. Let's turn that off yeah. and see when we start to hear it again. <laughs> I definitely don't it's hear gonna it It's going to take now. a lot longer so, to build up because yeah. of the delay time. This will do it. <laughs> anyway. All right, we'll turn that off. Anyway, this is way more interesting than nope. I thought it would be. Yep, it's coming. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Very cool, though. Um, can the expression control filter or no? Probably not. Um, no, just level time and repeats. Level time repeats. Yeah, filter is the only thing. Still, it can I mean, control. really, those are the those are the settings you want uh, an expression yeah. to control. 
Oh, and, it's really and coming level for you doesn't now. affect the dry signal either, which is interesting to me. No. And that thing Still is there. really it's it's right up on our heels, isn't it? I mean, this is I would love to talk to somebody at Supro because this is like the wire is too close to the other wire, right? And it's inducing the current. <laughs> Because that's yes. crazy that it's like in bypass and we can hear it. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, folks. Anyway, anyway. Um, that's the Supro Delay. It doesn't have a fancy that? name because they're Supro. It is 219 US dollars on Sweetwater right now. I think it's, you know, for a pretty simple delay pedal. That's not a bad price. And it's got the expression thing. That's cool. Oh, I wonder if the expression can take a tap tempo. It doesn't say that. Hmm. Probably not. I'm messing with the, yeah, I know. the time knob while it's in bypass and I can hear it. Wow. Oh, I think I killed it. I slowed it down too much. Anyway. Uh, well, that was interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Very, very, for science. For, for science. And now continuing with that theme for science, I think we have uh, we have something special. Yeah, so I talked about this a long time ago now. It was like a month ago when I got this pedal, yeah. and then we were on vacation, and I didn't bring it with us, and all that stuff. So I have here the very small MXR Phase 95. Did you see that? I thought my webcam was like way up here for a second. It's right here. Um, <laughs> the MXR Phase 95. It's quite small. It's one of these mini pedal enclosures. And yep. uh, I think we talked about this when it came out. I've had my eye on this thing for a little while. Phase 95 is a phaser that can do both the Phase 45 and the Phase 90, in the same box, and it will also do the block letter or the script logo version of those pedals. So, what Nifty that means of both, yes, of both. Well, actually, I don't know if there was ever a block letter phase 45, but if there was, this can do it. <laughs> um, I have, <laughs> I have a MXR custom shop. Uh, script phase 90. It's not vintage or uh -huh. anything. It's just like their their reissue script variant of the phase 90. And it's awesome. It is like my favorite phaser. Every phaser I've ever owned has tried to sound like the script phase 90 and none of them do. And then one day I was like, maybe I should just try a phase 90 and sure as hell that was the sound I wanted. So mm -hmm. now with that phaser, this phaser claiming to be the same thing in some settings and all the variations of phaser in Helix that can do those sounds, we were talking about doing some kind of phaser shootout. So mostly uh, to demonstrate the differences in these effects, but also to see if anyone can really tell the difference. Um, so maybe right. th there's a lot of them because this pedal can do four versions of a phaser sound. Uh, right. Then I've got a couple in Helix that I was trying to mimic plus the one on my pedal board. So that's seven different tones. We don't have to go through all seven because I think voting for that and people trying to keep tabs on what's what might get a little hairy or we can. Okay. And, like, um, what do you, yeah, what do I mean, you think? I was going to say, like, technically I can play them. Yeah. Um, Right here, and then we could also just like put put links. We could in just the, put the just to for demonstration which channel, purposes. Which channel maybe? do we use for that? The loaf control or whatever. I think that it was that we keep re tone of the week was the one we repurposed, but it can go in the loaf control. Well, oh, this was a drinking game channel, wasn't it? 
Maybe. Drinking games only. All of their posts will be banned. Well, I don't want to get banned. <laughs> you don't want to get banned right. from your t- own server. <laughs> I don't want to get banned. So in tone of the week is going to become... Um, yeah, you can rename that. Fa- f- oops. Phasor with an O-R. How about Phase that? Or Phasor. Phase or the week. Oh. <laughs> Phase of the week. For- formerly... Uh, can that all fit Formerly, in the channel? Tone of the week. <laughs> Formerly letter riff channel. Big old dick. Show so, survey um, responses. Channel names can't contain special characters. Okay. <laughs> we fear change. Um, <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure you should be able to share links from that folder, but we may have to set the permissions a little differently. But anyway, this pedal is really good, man. It's if you want the phase 90 but want a mini pedal, then look no further. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is the yeah, thing. stop looking. Uh, yeah, so the other thing is phaser is not one of those effects that I think has a lot of uh, cork sniffing and snake oil around it. Like, fuzz tends to be that way. <laughs> um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but go but with, on. With phasers? I mean, sure, I'm sure there is, but I don't hear about that the way you hear about it for overdrive or the way you hear about it for fuzz or delays or something, yeah. you know? There's yeah. not this, like, extreme lore of... You know, this pedal made on this day in November was <laughs> the one. Yeah, right, right. I, I so, get it. Yeah. So I, um, I don't know. That's my thought on it. Like, I love <laughs> phasers. I've always had one, and they, they're. I think the sound differences amongst all these variants is very clear. Um, okay. So what is it? What What but, do we want to do? Do we want to get people to guess what these could possibly be? Can we get a quick poll in the chat? There's not that many people here, but do people want to guess and rank seven different phasers, or do you want to just know what yeah, they so, are? So basically um, we have the MXR 9590 block, the Helix in, so, okay. Legacy 90, the MXR Phase 9545 block. Yeah, block letter. The Helix block Right, the Helix block letter phase 90, the MXR phase 9545 script, the <laughs> MXR phase 9590 script, the MXR script phase 90. Which is the actual <laughs> pedal that I own. Right, the real life one. So yeah. let's do it. Um, so I am going to play them in not that order. Sure. I, okay, I can't even tell you what order read. they're in. Having not, I can tell. Um, right, I mean, I. So, but I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I don't know. They're they're so similar. Obviously, they're all based on the same circuit, so they're going to be super close. But we, some of we them will, are we will far different. Okay, but this is this is not just live listening, right? So we'll. I'm going to play them in an order, and then I'm going to, and I'm going to take a screenshot of that order so that I remember what the heck it is. <laughs> I'll and post. Da-da. I'll post okay. the. Uh, the versions, the names, so people can reference that. Uh, sure, sure. There we go. Um, okay, so uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some of these. So here okay. is number one. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so that was number one. We're going to play number two. So that's interesting. That one's it had like sort of throatier stuff going on. Yeah, in the that's bottom really end. the big difference between them is that that throb and like that um, the swirliness mm-hmm. of them. Sure, sure, cool. Um, all right, here comes number three. <laughs> That one seemed, that one seemed almost scoopy to me. Like it it's was, almost like um, univibey. Yeah, like like it had the big bottom, but it also had this very shiny kind of sparkly top. Mm-hmm. All right, number four. I'm um, lettering all of these. They're, this is not the order they're being played in, but just so we can keep them straight, just A through uh, whatever. Right. I'm just like also making sure okay. I didn't get all these wrong. <laughs> a, a through okay. G, yeah. Okay, I'm okay. I'm playing them in number order, uh, which is not the order I read them out in. Anyway, um, here's number five. <laughs> So tone-wise, that felt like the closest to number one, but it seemed like the sweep was different. Mm-hmm. Or like the depth of it was different, at least to my ear. I'm, no, I'm see, I'm giving everybody. I'm like feeding everybody so, what they should think well, about. Well, that's it. No. the thing. Like the phase ninety. <laughs> I don't believe anyone in our audience is going to be swayed by me. <laughs> well, the phase ninety and forty five don't have very many controls. Like the, they're just rate. Yeah. There's no depth. There's no resonance. There's no other stuff. So all of those settings are just predetermined by these variations in the circuit. Um, yeah. So. That's that's the thing to consider. Like that, that's why I find this interesting. Is you can't even in Helix, it's not like it offers you those sounds, those settings. Right. It's still just rate and mix, really. So mm-hmm. anyway, one more, right? Uh, the sixth. Here we go. Oh, okay. See, there's definitely something different going on in the sweep of it. It like has this like mm-hmm. little overlap thing going on at the top. Um, interesting, but it doesn't have that thick bottom that some of them had. Yeah, fun, fun, fun. Okay, one more, number seven, the last one. Yeah. 
it's so interesting. And I think um, uh, one thing I do want to mention, I tried to match the rate as best I could, but um, they all just have a Some of them are rate. definitely a little different. Yeah, because the rate knob range is different on all of these. So yeah, yeah. I tried to get it pretty close. Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, right, like uh, this. This isn't really a contest. I mean, it. It. I would no, say, like, um, I think what'd be interesting about it is if you can pick out which ones were supposed to be emulations of each other. Like, pair the helixes with their mate. Yeah. So and this see, kind of started. Like, let's see if we can get those. You know. This kind of started <laughs> because um, I was over at our buddy Taylor's house, and he has the Eddie Van Halen Phase Ninety. Which is a block letter phase 90 with a script knob or script button that like this has where you can push it and it turns it from a block letter circuit to a script circuit. And mm, otherwise okay. it's a regular phase 90. Like that's really the only ver- thing that makes it Eddie Van Halen other than the paint job. So we were playing with that in my custom shop phase 90 and the phase 90 in Helix. And I was like, we were having that conversation of, oh, you could just sell your gear and use this because like, look how good it sounds. And can you really right. tell the difference between this this custom shop one, yeah. this Eddie Van Halen artist model one, and the simulation? And we, we boiled it down to like, no, not really. You could, they they might be different, but you can't tell. <laughs> you can't say it's better. You know, and I, that's the thing right. about tell, what telling I mean the about difference phaser. is not the same as being better. Yeah, like I think we can all, if we had plenty of time, could determine and take notes of the differences. We're not saying there aren't differences, especially the phase 45. Phase 45 is a very different sound. But mm. I, I just think, I don't I don't even think they make a phase 45 anymore. This is one of the only things you can get it in, which is why I was so excited to try it. But um, I mean, yeah, just a quick decoding of my my. Uh, list here in the chat. It says like phase 95 slash 45. That's the phase 95 pedal set to 45 mode versus 95 slash 90 is the 95 set to phase 90 mode. Uh, And then script letter or block letter, basically meaning vintage or modern circuit. Um, My phase 90, this custom shop one, script one, I think sounds amazing. And I've always really preferred the script letter sound over the block letter sound. It's way more subtle. It's not as swirly and in your face. And I just, I like that subtlety and I keep it pretty low. I, I, I increased the rate on all of these from what I would usually play. So we could really mm-hmm. dive in on these sounds. But um, I like my phases really slow and kind of not, not very intense. Right, right. So anyway, that's the thing, man. The phase 95 was, uh, let's see, one, two, three was four of the sounds you just heard. And like, it sounds great. I think if you're yeah. looking for a phaser that's simple and easy to use, but still offers a ton of features, you can't go wrong for a hundred bucks getting the phase 95. Yeah. And that means it includes both those really bassy resonant ones and some of the other sounds too. It's not like just all kind of one yeah. sound. Yeah. It's cool. cool. It's um, it's a nice little thing. It's got the push push controls and then a rate knob. It's great, man. Would buy, would buy if I didn't already have one. So, (laughs) (laughs) Eric says I like my phasers like I like my state's reopening plan. Slow and subtle. (laughs) 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 That's a good one. You should be proud of that. I very much enjoyed that. Thank you. 
cool, man. Uh, hey, so so. Uh, thanks, thanks, Pedal Genie, for sending us pedals and um, causing non causing us to once again rename this channel. By the way, if anyone is curious, I keep all the old names of that channel in the channel description for <laughs> posterity. So, yes, yes, yes. Yep. So uh, that's and correct. yeah, thanks to Pedal Genie, like you said, for doing this because then we can do like stupid like this, like try out seven different phaser com- uh, combinations and see what they sound like. So yeah, right, yeah, dude. Um, all right. Well, hey, th- I see a couple of things in- here in the notes, and neither of them is a guitar. Correct. So, um, to wrap up about? this episode of the podcast, I wanted to talk about some other podcasts very quickly. Are you okay with that? I'll be all right. I'll make it. Okay. So from Corey Wong is the Wong Notes podcast. Go on. What a name, am I right? <laughs> okay, so Corey Wong plays guitar in Wolfpack and the Fearless Fires, and he's like just he's going down as one of the funk legends. The dude is a monster at funk guitar. He's so good. I just love his style. It's super fun to listen to. He's amazing. He's hosting a podcast uh, with Premier Guitar called Wong Notes. It's sponsored by Fender, and he just interviews other guitarists, and it's really just all about guitar. It's kind of like, it's, it's less to do about gear than we talk about, and it's a lot more about studying guitar, like being a, gu- a student of the guitar as like a lifestyle mm-hmm. choice. You know, he's talking about lessons and teaching and and what it means to like be a touring musician and stuff. It's really, really good. Episode 11 just came out uh, last week or early this week with James Valentine from Maroon 5. And it's great. It is so cool. They talk a lot about Maroon 5's origins and how their sound really changed a lot. They went were like a, a guitar uh, pop band and now they're not really a guitar pop band and what that means for him <laughs> as a guitarist it's it's yeah. a really interesting conversation and it's the <laughs> kind of thing that I've thought about like that first Maroon 5 record is airtight it's so good and yes. my I daughter on, started listening to it she uh, oh dear. loves it <laughs> it's it's friggin' it's it's just pristine across the board but then as yeah. they continue they're this highly polished pop act and they have this conversation of like, what what is it like to go from being a band that's really proud of writing all their own music to working with producers and songwriters and making big stadium filling hits like moves like Jagger. And what does that do for you as a guitar player? Really good. It's good stuff. What happens to you? What, what does happens to you? So I'm, I'm behind on uh, catching up with Wong notes, but the first episode is with Joe Satriani uh, I think Yvette Young has been on it. There's there's a bunch of, a bunch of great names. Uh, and I saw James Valentine. I was like, I got to hear what he has to say about this because I'm very curious about what Maroon 5 is doing. <laughs> because I, I think me and so many other people were like, yeah, this could be really good. Like, you're about to do it, guys. And then they went in this, like, super mega pop. And then they did something thing. else, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, but that was, you were onto something, you know, right? And they the answer is they do know. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's it it has to be. It has to be that they did know, right? Because it was a hit, 
and they still yeah. went and did something else. So yeah. it had to be on purpose. Very, very cool conversations. And then secondly, the other podcast I want to talk about just started. It's called Pass Through Frequencies. <laughs> And it's hosted by Jim Adkins of Jimmy Eat World. And he interviews musicians, again, about... This one's more about, like, songwriting and music making and being in the studio and, and touring and, and that kind of stuff hmm. from, like, a really different lens. It's a very similar feeling show as it's just a casual conversation between musicians who are friends. But the genre differences are very interesting and the, the way they approach music and they approach podcasting and interviewing is also very different. So... Uh, there's a few episodes of Pass Through Frequencies out now. The first episode I just started today. I'm actually not finished with it, but it features Mark Hoppus, bassist of Blink-182. And they talk a lot about, like, what was Blink-182's deal? You know, like, when they did all those first those first <laughs> records through Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. And then they went on to, like, writing in the studio, how much their sound changed versus right, showing right. up to the studio with a complete list of songs. Uh, then there's... Uh, episodes with Steve Aoki, Nate Ruess of Fun, and I forget his other band's name, but he was the guy in Fun. Chris Caraba, Chris Caraba of uh, Dashboard, and Ben Gibbard of Death Cab. And I really, really want to hear Jim Adkins and Ben Gibbard have a conversation about anything. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's very Sorry, cool. I, I'm, in, I'm reading these episode descriptions, right? Jim Jim sent me an email about this when it was coming out, <laughs> yeah, and I haven't I got gotten around to listening to it yet. <laughs> My buddy Jim sent me a, a message <laughs> on the download. Jim. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, that's pretty cool. But whatever. And actually, no, that was also deal. sponsored by Fender. I wonder what it takes to get your podcast sponsored by Fender. Hey, Fender, <laughs> um, do you remember all those nice things we said about you earlier? Yeah, remember how into the Ventera series we were. And remember I how do. I gave you a much better name for it for free? Vintish. So. <laughs> Vintish. It's a good name. It's a very good name. Yeah. So anyway, check out those podcasts. If you like this podcast and also like talking more, like we always talk about gear, um, but I think the other side of this whole coin is that, sorry, pause one moment. Your wife is texting me right now. What's yeah, I'm on Justin? the message too. I don't know. I, I like to try to ignore that when it starts happening. Me too. Just make it go away. Goodbye. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. It was happening when we were driving to your house between, it was Marielle, me and Beth. And I was like, Beth, we're in the car together. I don't need to be on this text chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. So how anyway, roll. Um, I forget what I was going to say, but. You were saying if you like podcasts, if you like oh, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, subscribe to them. If you like this podcast, take it away, Derek. Yes. So the other side of this whole guitar coin, this guitarist thing, is the actual creativity aspect that we don't really talk about too often. Um, we touch on it now and then, obviously, but we just have gravitated towards the gear thing mostly. And these other podcasts talk more about being mm -hmm. a uh, a songwriter and and making. Making the thing with the gear that we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> now your wife's doing it. Yep, yep. I heard that ding. Yep. <laughs> Can we text uh, them anyway, both back right so, now and just say, wife? <laughs> Stop it, wife. <laughs> uh, for those uh, not in the know uh, with, with our vernacular, wife is, of course, <laughs> the singular form of wives. So obviously that's what you would call your wife. Oh, we just so, got a new member anyway. to the Discord. Oh, really? That's Duckbills. Yeah. 
So uh, anyway, if you enjoyed this episode uh, of the the Tone Control Podcast and you would like to hear another episode of the Tone Control Podcast, all you got to do is push that subscribe button and they'll just start like appearing in your phone as if by magic. And if you want to have even more into the conversation and be part of all the nonsense that goes on and get to hang out with all the fun people, including the newly created uh, music theory channel, which yeah. is yeah. very exciting stuff. Um, Lots of cool You need to get to our Discord. There. Discord is a totally fun, free app that works on your phone. It works on your computer. You can chat. There's lots of different channels. There's voice communications. There's all kinds of stuff. And we use it to record the podcast and it's great. You should get on there. Find the link in the show notes. And if you're here, you might also be interested in becoming a patron of the show and supporting us for just a dollar a month. We will thank you so much and shout your name out on every single episode. And for two or more dollars a month, you will also be rated as a supporter plus and your value will increase uh, to us. And because of that, we will uh, mark you as supporter plus in Discord and then you can come into the live chat when we record the episodes. And it's great. The butt gifts during the ad read tonight were off the f***ing chain. It was a great night. ace. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely Good. out of control and you gotta be here or you miss it all so um i'm gonna quickly f- realize i'm on the wrong tab oh no there's no uh what happened was i meant to go get a new list and make sure i had everybody who was accounted for but i didn't do that today because i was so f- busy but anyway yeah um oh no it's it's cutting off people's names let me expand my browser tab here we go okay Many thanks to Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast, Andrew Walsh, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Doug Christ of 37FX, Kyle McIntyre, also of the Tone Jerks podcast, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, and Eric Garibaldi. Thank you guys so much. We need that. We need that sweet, sweet, for you. And a bell. sweet, sweet support. I got to get used to being in charge of the bell. Man. You do, yeah. That's a big responsibility. Se- it's like it's like seven years of this show, nearly, and it's Actually, the first time I've been in charge of the bell. Let's see. I seem to remember strangely exactly the day we started our podcast, it was September sixth, um, seven years ago. It was. It right, was right well, after I moved. So. Yeah. So Eric missed it. The bell moved. I brought it to Ohio. Yeah. yeah. It, it stowed away in my studio. It was the one thing that didn't get put away when we were done with the podcast. Yeah. And I'm just jingling it right now. And so here it is. Yep. So our next episode will be the week of our anniversary. <laughs> Welcome to an hour ago, Eric. <laughs> okay, sorry. Our next episode will be... Uh, the week of our anniversary. <gasps> Oh, I didn't get you anything. Seven year, seven year anniversary. That's copper. Is it really? Oh, you would know this because it's also your real anniversary. <laughs> it's also my real anniversary. It was like last week or the week before that. Yeah, a week. It was. It was ten days ago. Anyways, we fear change. Okay, I'm catching up. There's <laughs> the so many of chats this happening. Oh my god, we fear change. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was the. This is the end of the show. That's it. It's over. We got a loose screw in the chat. Oh my God. It's all, the worlds are colliding. A loose screw has joined the server. Is that? 
Go over to General. Is that Ty? I don't it's know. General. Ty's here. Oh, it's got to be him. <laughs> I say that like I know oh. anything about this guy. Oh, never mind. He's, yeah. Anyway, we, we play games. Loose Screws is the other podcast I'm on that's about the Elite Dangerous game. Yeah, I looked over in uh, the, <laughs> the sidebar and it said he was playing Elite Dangerous. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's probably makes sense. probably one of Justin's It's probably people. a loose screw. <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, let's let's end this charade, everybody. Thank, thank you for coming uh, and better luck next time. To all the components oh out there in the tone control circuit, get a load of my script phase 69, baby. <laughs> <laughs>